Okay, so yeah, one time when I was probably, I think I just turned 12 years old. So, are you four or three? How old are you, yeah? Three. So, nine years from now, you'll be how old I was. Okay? And I had met Josh, your dad. I met your dad for the first time. And he, he was, we were talking about baseball. And he told me his favorite player was this guy named Francisco Lindor. Okay, and he was a shortstop for the Cleveland Indians back before everyone turned to aces. But now you can't put it on. Okay? And they were the Cleveland Indians. And I had a baseball card, like a picture of Francisco Lindor in my room, gal. Okay? When I met, when I met your dad for the first time. And so on his wedding day, I found him before your dad and your mom got married with my baseball card, and I gave him the baseball card right before they got married. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. That's a really good story, Uncle Luke. <laughs> oh, the story. So, Gally, after I rolled the foil down the mountain. It didn't roll, did it? Yeah, I did. Wow. After I rolled it down, um, I, some stuff fell out of the middle. And I picked the stuff up because it was kind of dangerous. It was like my headphones and scalp knives and stuff. Dangerous stuff. And then I uh, brushed myself off and said, I'm not hurt. So I kept on going up. And that was a bad decision. So after yeah, I... He kept driving after he rolled the four-wheeler when it was like out. Barefoot. Okay, keep going, Pete. <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> and so I kept going. And as I was going up, I was going, like, around. And then eventually, I, like, was going between these two trees. I got stuck, and I got stuck. That's that. And then I thought someone was going to steal it because it's not on our property. And then they'd claim it as us uh, or actually, something. It actually was on that property. It was Really? Yeah. I was right in front of Sean's stand. That's our uh, property. No, that was that other side. Yes, it is. It was on the other what? side, like on the... Keith, I remember where it was. We can go look at the stump. But I... Go ahead. Go ahead. Now tell your story. When you were big and when you were three? Yeah. And when Dada washed us. Mm-hmm. Where did Mama go? <laughs> to Bob was studying with this cat at me. And what happened? And... And then at night time, we played Drummer Boy. Mmm, you're right. What did you do while Drummer Boy was playing? Uh, we ran around. Mm-hmm. Who did? Me and Sissy and Dada. Mm-hmm. Only Dada sometimes. Yeah. That's a good story. Thank you for telling that story. I remember, I don't remember this happening, but I remember Pappy Bird saying about that, well, he used to work in the woods. He cut down trees. He had what they called a caterpillar, and he would drag, cut the trees down and get the limbs off and take the logs down to the sawmill. And 
unhook and go back up and get some more. This one time he went up, he cut down a tree and somehow it pinned him, he pinned his legs, it fell on his legs. And he was there and he didn't know how to get out. And uh, I, I don't know if he prayed to the Lord or I guess he did because he said it was just like angels lifting up that tree and he could pull, pull him to crawl out of it out from under it. So the caterpillar was set um, a few, I think a hundred feet or, or maybe not that much, uh, some distance away from him. And he crawled to the caterpillar, climbed up on it, and went down to the sawmill where his dad, my pap, and maybe one of his brothers were. And they knew when they saw him coming that something was wrong because he didn't have any trees on the back of him. And so they got Pappy. I don't know if they took him to the hospital or, or doctors or what, but I, Pap, I remember Pappy saying that he got home and he was, uh, of course, he got the stone root out and put that on and he had to take it What's easy. stone root, Nina? Stone root is a leaf, a plant that you get in the woods um, you, you cut it off, like, at the, almost to the bottom of the stem where it comes out of the ground. And you get how much as you want, and you take it, and you hang it upside down, and it dries. But if you need it right away, it doesn't have to dry. But if you have it for a while, you dry it. Then when you need it, you take it out, you take it down, put it in a pan with some water in it, and you let it, um, like, stew for a while. And, to, and then when it's ready, all this, it's like black juice. It's really, really black juice. And you get that, and you put it on your wound or your leg or whatever you need for, need it for, and you bandage it with it, and you do it until it heals. And it, it heals um, open wounds and even um, bruises on your legs or wherever. And Pap was a faithful user of it. And it took him about, I think it was nine months, where he could get around and go back to work. And he used the stone root. And what did the doctor say? Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't even know if he went, but I suppose he did. He did, because I remember him saying about the doctor and the doctor asking him how he got better. Because I think the doctor said he wasn't going to get better. And Pap told him that the stone root did it. I don't know if he told him the Lord, but Pap always told me he had three things he could count on. It was the Bible, stone root, and bee propolis. How about that? When we were growing up, Ruth Ann, our cousins that lived down over the hill from us, Judy, Tony, and I, uh, we get together in this one. Well, we made. We thought of making houses in the woods. So we went in the woods and looked around to see where a good place would be. So I don't know where they went, but I went up to this one place and I thought this would be a good place. So I made like a kitchen and there was a limb down or a tree down, a limb I guess, and it kind of went back and forth and I thought, well, I can use that for a door to go into the next room. So I made a bedroom there. I don't remember making anything else. But we didn't know how to do it. But we got, I don't know what we got, but we got something to, to kind of sweep the floors. 
and we um, went to the junk pile and got things. I don't know where the junk pile was. We went and got things to set around. So we were setting around these things, making it look nice with our clean floor. And I had a glass piggy bag setting on something that was low. Mm. And uh, I went to jump over it and I knocked it over and cut my foot. Mm. It made like a V mark on my foot. And I don't know how long, I don't remember how long it took to heal that. But I don't know. Did you break your whole piggy bank? Yeah, the, the, yeah it broke. Yeah. Mm. But I think it was broke to begin with. That's why it was in the junk pile. Oh, oh sure. <laughs> my dad had a glass piggy, has a black glass piggy bank he filled when he was a little boy. I had a piggy bank and um, teddy bear glass ones, and I think I gave one to Lou, uh, one to Lance, and one to Adam. I don't know that. I, I if it isn't in the bedroom in the cupboard, I get or in the closet, I gave it to them. I Some think things I you gave to them, and then you saved them at your house. So I don't know if it's there or not. I don't remember it being around here, but I well, could be wrong. I can check for. Uh, if it's still there, I can see that they mm-hmm. get them. Then they ha- have some money in, just a little bit of change. So you and your sisters played there and your cousin? Yes. We just went there and played for a while, then we leave, and then a day or two or three, we'd go back and play some more. Just something to do. And another thing we used to do, Dad, would, Pappy Broad would buy the uh, newspapers. And at that time... It was in like three sections, and this one section was comics. So we would get the comics, cut out uh, like Garfield or whoever it was, and cut out all that comic and put it on paper, paste it on paper, mm-hmm. and make our own books with it. Mm-hmm. That was, and they were in color too. That was fun. Yeah, it on was. On Sundays, they were in color for us. Is that how it was? When yeah, you were a kid. yeah, 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 mm-hmm. and I might have even been on Sundays that we did that, and so this is a story about Mimi and my brother and sister when we were little. We used to walk home from our school. And we went to a school in a building. And some of you know about schools and buildings and some of you might not. But we went to school in a building because back when we were in school, everybody went to school in a building called a brick and mortar building or just a regular school because that's all there were back then. And our school had kind of orange bricks. And it was okay. There were some kids that were nice and there were some kids that were mean. We didn't have soft stuff under the playground, that's for sure, like they do now. And so if you fell, most kids broke their arms or something if you fell hard. And I like my school okay. I could name all of my teachers right now to you from kindergarten up through sixth grade. It was okay. It was pretty good, I guess. I really liked my kindergarten and first grade teachers. My second grade teacher wasn't very nice. Um... When I was going to get sick one day, I knew I was going to throw up. I went and told her I was going to throw up, and she didn't believe me. So she wouldn't let me go to the nurse, and she wouldn't let me go to the office and call my mom. And I was really sad because I was really sick. And the next day I was sick. I got sick that night, I think. And the next day I was sick, and my mom, Gigi, was really upset. 
she said that that made her sad. And let's see, my third grade teacher, she didn't understand that my nose would just bleed all of a sudden. Um, because that's what my nose did when I was a little girl. It would just start to bleed. And she um, wasn't very nice to me about that. But my fourth grade teacher was nice. And I think my fifth and sixth grade teachers were nice too. And then we had the pink houseway. That was the way to walk home. And that was pretty fun because Gigi, our mom, would say, you have violin lessons today or you have... One of you has violin lessons today. My violin lessons were usually before school on Fridays. Maybe that was later. But when they were after school or something else was after school, or she had to pick us up for whatever other reason we were going somewhere, she would say, start walking home the pink houseway. And if I don't see you at the house, I'll drive the pink houseway until I find you. And that was straight down from our school. And then it was turning left. No, it was turning right at the pink house which isn't pink anymore, but I can still take you to the pink house in our hometown. So that was pretty fun. I told you some about the big brown house that I lived in, kids. I lived in a big brown house with Gigi and Papa, Papa and my sister, Aunt Cheryl, and my brother, Uncle John. And that was a pretty fun house. I liked that house a lot. I told you about some hiding places. I forgot to tell you about the laundry chute. We had a laundry chute on the second floor and it was a little door about maybe 15 by 15 inches square. So a little bit longer than a ruler if you have a ruler. And it was about that big, maybe a little bigger. When I was not very big and my brother was bigger than me because he was 15 months older than me, Uncle John put my head down the laundry chute and tried to drop me and held me by my feet. He may not remember that, but I remember that very well because I was not very happy. And sometimes when we didn't do the laundry fast enough to help Gigi or Gigi didn't do the laundry enough fast enough to help us, the laundry from the basement would stack up in the laundry chute and it would be coming up to the kitchen. So we open the chute door in the kitchen and the laundry would be there. We'd be like, uh-oh, now we really got to go do the laundry. It's adding up on us. story about Uncle Caleb is, or Tapey, some of you call him, Uncle Caleb is that when he was just about two, really small, maybe not even two, not even two, I'll say, he had, we had a map on our wall, and the map was of the whole world, and there was a little island called Puerto Rico, there's still a little island called Puerto Rico, and we had a senora at the time. She was our first senora ever that helped Mimi with the kids because Mimi had five kids and the oldest one was seven. And Pop-Ops worked about 50 or 60 hours a week. So he got a senora to help me just a little wee bit, about six hours a week, and that was really nice. And this senora, had her mother died, and her mother died in Puerto Rico. And Uncle Caleb would get up on the chair and take this pointer stick we had he would point at Puerto Rico and he'd say his first three words he ever said together were Nora mommy die Nora mommy die he'd say and he pointed to Puerto Rico because he knew that the senora had to leave for a week or two because her mommy died 
So Uncle Caleb's first three words were, Nora, mommy, die. And then he could point to Puerto Rico when he was only two years old or maybe not even two years old. Another thing about Uncle Caleb is when he was born, Aunt Cory was 19 months old. And you know that's not very old. That's not even two. So Aunt Cory didn't really understand everything yet. And when Mimi was nursing Uncle Caleb, <coughs> excuse me, Mimi was nursing Uncle Caleb, Aunt Cory didn't like that. And she said, Teo, Teo, down floor. Teo, down floor, Mommy. Teo, I think she called him. Teo, that's right. Doesn't sound right because now I'm used to her hearing tapey, but I think she said, Teo, down floor, Mommy. Teo, down floor. Because Caleb was a little hard to say, wasn't it? But then she got used to it and she liked her little brother. And everybody liked their new little brother. He was going to be named Chocolate Chip, though, because we wanted to name him something that had a C and then a C. And if you remember, a CH says ch. So chocolate chip, because Uncle Quinn said that would be two C's, because we wanted to name him CC after his his dad and his grandpa, who both have CCBs. So Uncle Quinn said he should be named Chocolate Chip, but we decided, no, we would skip that. So we named him 